is Deserter. A podcast that says poverty is rightly considered a scourge on society, but is it worse than work? I'm Dulwich Raider, and I'm Deserter's head of IT, which means I sit in the server room all day playing sensible soccer on an Omega that's disguised as a super server. Mm. And I'm Dirty South, head of Biz Dev. Uh, it's business development, is that? No, biscuits. Biscuits? Of course it is. Of course it is. Employee of the month, me, you. Why, thank you. In today's festive show, Christmas parties, pubs at Christmas, and a compelling alternative to Christmas dinner. Plus, bum dosser, news from the social media scene, and readers' letters. Should that be listeners' letters? Well, mm. yes. And yet, somehow, no. <laughs> uh, but before any of that, it's time for Pub Quiz 1. Yes, uh, we are um, in the back room of a Broccoli establishment. Yes, or is it Telegraph Hill? Oh, right, OK. And um, No, you're right, it's right, we're close to Broccoli Station, aren't we? But We are, very close to Broccoli Station. It's not, I wouldn't call it a pub. No, it's a... It's a sit-in bottle, bottle shop. Bottle shop and bar? Yeah, yeah, bottle shop and bar. And... Homebrew uh, yes, establishment, isn't it? It is, it is. Is that too much? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you know it, you know it by now. Mm. But you may have forgotten the name, in which case you can't have a pint. Yeah. So for one English pint, where in the world are we? Where did we land, Vinny? We are, of course, at Water Into Beer. Or Water Into Beer. Yes. Yes, it's all one word. Yeah, um, it's a uh, yeah. We we we've been here a couple of times. We've done a couple of um, uh, uh, readings here. Yes, we, we have uh, one for Shirtwaist and Play. Yes, uh, which uh, may available be on your Christmas all, list. May available for more good bookshops. <laughs> <laughs> and we also did a talk about Telegraph Hill after uh, Tim, whose uh, place it is, complained yeah. that Telegraph Hill wasn't in the index of oh. today. South London, tomorrow's South London, uh, which is also available from <laughs> all good bookshops, <laughs> which we may be returning to at some point. Uh, yeah, neither was Penge apparently. Mm, that yeah. was a, that's a yeah. serious omission because we did actually mention Penge. Did we? Oh dear, I'm sure that's double bubble bad. Yeah. Um, right. Well, first off, as per, is what we've been up to, isn't it? Yes. What the fuck have you been? Well, up I've to? been away again. Of course you have. Had a little bit of a winter sun circuit breaker. Yeah, you love it, don't you? you I do, just yeah. to get the warmth in the bones again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can understand it. It's been shit out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Spain, Vinny. Mm. And I love the Spanish. Yeah. And I love the Spanish way of life. Yeah. I love the whole manana philosophy. Mm. It's very deserter. Yeah. But not on the airport bus. Oh, Oh, right. You've got... <laughs> it's a two-hour bus journey, mm. which gets you to the airport with one hour, 20 minutes to get to your gate. Ooh. It left half, it, it left half an hour late, maybe. <coughs> and then it's all, like, waving at other drivers and stopping and fag breaks. I'm all for fag breaks. Mm. Yeah. Just not on the airport bus. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you live by the sword, you know. What can um, you do? Yeah, so at one point, um, it was quite uh, hairy. We actually made our peace with missing the... Uh, the plane. Wow. And then a, a, an email from BA dropped, your flight's been delayed by 40 minutes. Oh, everyone's on the manana. Yeah. Uh, but that was brilliant, because after the high-low emotional roaster co roller coaster of, are we going to get there, are we mm. not? We not only had enough time to get to the gate, 
but time for a final pint before we got the plane. Oh, lovely. And what part of Spain was this? Tenerife. Oh, I yeah. see. Is that um, Spain? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's in the Canary Islands, but it's yeah. Spanish. It's Spanish. Mm. Yes, it's yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was lovely, lovely, a little bit hairy, you know, uh, on the way back. And, uh, yeah, I won't be doing it again <laughs> until next month. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? What have you been doing in the wind and the howling rain? Yeah, well, it's been, you know, Christmas party season started mm. already. I went to my first one in November, um, uh, uh, my uh, partner's uh, Christmas party uh, for her work at 40 Mortby Street, which is one of my favourite eateries uh, mm. in uh, in uh, Bermondsey Way. And, um <laughs> uh, A bit like uh, Beaujolais Nouveau Day, you know, where you, you drink copious amounts of wine and then you mm. think you know what i haven't had a pint all day oh so we then it happened again it happened again <laughs> um the food there is amazing the wine is fantastic and then but then we went to several average pubs <laughs> and uh ended up at three o'clock in the morning in giuseppe's in you know off a of borough high street oh yeah the italian italian basement bar basement yeah, restaurant it's a basement restaurant and then yeah. and then at certain at certain point 11 o'clock I think yeah it becomes a, a cheesy uh, yeah. disco lounge um, so which seemed to work for us at the time um, but it was a bit like being in a time warp because that's where you know a place that me and uh, Lady South might have ended up in you know well I was gonna say we were in there 20 years ago weren't we maybe maybe mm, not that long mm. ago um, I also had an, an, another sort of copious wine night with uh, the um, mod mag guys uh they were nominated for an award at the football supporters association okay should you do, do you need to say what mod mag is it's uh my only desire it's a charlton fanzine right and um um yeah they won it last year they didn't win it this year uh bright dogma from brighton and hove albion won it um but still a cracking night of free booze uh met you know victoria derbyshire presented the show uh i met some football luminaries um ben clasper from dulwich hamlet mm. and danny mills also from dulwich hamlet mm. So yeah, all the big, all the big guys. Um, Quite literally, in Danny Mills's case. Yes, he's enormous, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, and then of course had to go to uh, a pub for an average ale afterwards <laughs> because, uh, because of all the wine again. Because as you know, wine doesn't count. No, wine doesn't count, does it? No, no it doesn't count. No, it's incredible. <laughs> I can't. I still can't get over it. When you say you don't drink Monday to Tuesday, and then when further interrogated. Oh, I have wine. <laughs> no, I have wine. Oh, well, wine doesn't count. Doesn't it doesn't it? count. No. <laughs> Fucking counts in the morning. I tell you, when you when you wake up, having yeah. It, yeah. Although I blame the beer on the way back from the wine. Exactly. You probably had a bad beer. Yeah, probably had a yeah. bad beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been out. I went out clubbing again. What? Yeah, been out clubbing again. Yeah, last time you may remember was my bowls club around the corner. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, this time was the Oxford and Cambridge Club in Pall Mall. Jesus. Christ. Or is it Paul Mall? <laughs> um, for an old uh, university do um, quite posh as you, you might say. expect mm. uh, I had to put a tie on um, <laughs> but it's very surprising how easy and quickly you can find the good people right yeah. especially after the wine flows um, anyway it turns out that last year's do which I hadn't made was um, in the reform club but that we're no longer welcome there because the college is barred Oh, after what they refer to as the incident. Oh. And I didn't quite get to the bottom of it. Someone told me it was due to a scrap. Okay. <laughs> and someone else said that there had been a bit of vomiting. Was it Boris Johnson? 
I don't know. <laughs> Does he vomit? Um, but either way, <coughs> it just made you proud to be ex-alumni. <laughs> hmm, nice. Oh, well, uh, I also went clubbing. Uh, uh, went to Coco. Well, it's not really a club anymore. Is it? It's a it's a venue, isn't it? Mm, you know? mm. uh, but probably the last time I was there, it was a club. It mm. was probably the Camden Palace then. That's right. Yeah, uh, where, where you could go if you were unemployed, so you could dress up and drink cocktails. You dirty new romantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, my sister was singing there. She was. Um, she's in the London Soul Choir, and they were supporting yeah. Odyssey. You, right. You may remember. You, use it up, wear it out. Well, I was going to say, Co Coco and Camden Palace, it's good to see you going back to your roots. <laughs> oh, hello. hello. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You've used that up, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, another very boozy day, and uh, I was with uh, obviously my sister and her her, her mate Jean, who you, mm. you know, and she brought her magic bracelet, which is mm. you know a large chunky silver thing which is filled with booze. Oh, so you can sneak into places, I see, and she it. keeps topping it up when she goes out. So by the time she's passing it around the train on the way home, it had like like brandy, Jamaican rum and raspberry gin in it. Christ. Well, it got us home anyway. <laughs> and then you thought, you know what, I haven't had a pint all day. <laughs> I had had quite a few <laughs> pints. Um, but before that was Sarita's birthday, of course. Right. At Burnley Social that? Club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lo lots of booze and dancing and, and potato snacks. Mm. Um, and uh, her, her, her fella, Tristan, he was in charge of the crisp desk. Ah. And he had listened to our podcast and Sarita's uh, Deserter Island crisps. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. And got all her favourites. Oh, what a lovely fella. What a lovely fella. What a nice yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I might marry him. Yeah, he's lovely. We both went on a little SE1 mini crawl, didn't we? Oh, yes. We did check out the Snow Globe, the yes. new BBNO Black Sheep Brick Brewery. Hedge venue, fund. <laughs> hedge fund venue in uh, SE1. Yes, I was expecting a globe. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was supposed to be lighting effects that made it like a globe. Oh, were there? Okay. But it did have a shop in it, which was a bit uh, discombobulating, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. And lots and lots of money spent on it. Right, was there? Yeah. The stench of hedge fund. Mm. I mean, personally, I think I probably prefer freezing my nuts off in a rundown tap room. Yeah. But then maybe that's just me. Yeah, no. It's not, I, never going to make any money for people, is it? No. Especially not hedge funders. No. But at least it had uh, decent beer. It did have some decent beer. The number yeah. 11, which we love. Yeah, from BBNO. You know, yeah. And we went on to the rake, which, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, I only had a plum porter there, but it reminded me of how well they keep their beer because I've had it elsewhere and mm. it's, you know, it's not, depends where you have it. Yeah. It's superb there. Yes. And at the Royal Oak we went to, and again, the Harvey's was. Really sensational yeah yeah and uh good to see that um the king's head down that little um alley the old king's head i forgot hadn't changed at all not at all in the, in the last five years i think it's the same staff yes <laughs> <laughs> still brilliantly rough around the edges and yeah. you could get a decent pint in there yeah yeah congratulations one and all in se1 that's the borough area The news, the news, news, the news, 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 news. Pop and beer news. Um, yeah, a couple of items of not very good news. No. Uh, so Ringwood Brewery in Hampshire is 
closing down. Thanks, Carling, for taking them over with with your magnificence and closing them down. I mean, it's the one of the Marston family, aren't they? I think. Are they right? Yeah. So the do, Marston. Do they do? They're the ones that do Forty Nine. Yeah, I think they do. Forty Nine. Yeah. I've enjoyed Old that. Thumper. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that's being closed down. Well done, Carlsberg. And I also saw that. Lewisham Spoons, the watch house, mm-hmm. is to be demolished. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, as part of the regeneration of the shopping centre plus. Right. With another 17,000 homes. Where are they going to fit all these people in? Well, in the homes. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure that will be an absolute fucking debacle like every, every other new build in, in Lewisham. I it's know. What a mess. There's so many, there's a full of skyscrapers with homes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we need homes, but do we need them all in Lewisham? <laughs> um, I guess the model market will be, I mean, I know the model market's closed now, but um, yeah. I guess that will be going, and that's one of the sort of older things there. That is and funner. And that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also saw that according to the Evening Standard, the Blythe Hill Tavern, mm. sorry, Sarita, <laughs> uh, has is the number two pub in London. Yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, obviously it should be number one, but I was surprised that that the standard was uh, aware of it, really, um, mm. especially as it's such a shit newspaper. I think that that was my big surprise as yeah. well. That yeah, that actually that was actually on their radar. Yeah. Uh, I I got I I scrolled through to number two. I didn't bother looking at number one because I thought, oh, they got it wrong. <laughs> After remain a mystery. But they had skiings at four. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that, that was, was timeouts number one, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, they might have read that exactly. <laughs> a few, a few that I uh, sort of, I was surprised. You know, like a couple of average Soho boozers were in. Yeah, and you know, was the harp in? The harp was number five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go on then. What was number one? The coach and horses, Normans. Oh yeah. But, uh, I mean, I haven't been there for a little while, so I don't know. Uh, uh, that it, I mean, it certainly wouldn't have been number one when Norman was running it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very lovely. The people are lovely mm. there. And, of mm. course, it has Hophead now, because the beer was always a bit dodgy. Mm. Because it's a Fuller's pub, they have yeah. Hophead in. Yeah. Um, anyway, congratulations, Blythe Hill Tavern. Sorry, Sarita, as I call it now. <laughs> um... Maybe some Shirkers news, Shirkers yeah. Rest in New Cross, yeah. our associated pub. Uh, some dates for your diary, Vinny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queer Brewing Tap Takeover. Oh, yeah, when's that? Thursday, the 21st of December. Thursday, the 21st of December, okay. Um, I would write that down, but I, I know a podcast that's going to have that <laughs> on, so I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, they have been doing some great stuff, Queer Brewing. Okay. And, uh, I'm going to try and get I imagine that. Lily's coming down. I can't guarantee it because I haven't mm. heard for sure, but mm. um, their beers are very, very good. Mm. Getting better, I'd say. Okay, great. And uh, the Shirkers Christmas Party is going to be on the Saturday the 23rd. Okay. Noon yeah. till midnight. <coughs> That, uh, as um, the corporate dessert said, that sounds like a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, I'll I'll be, I'm going to be there in the afternoon, Saturday 23rd, Shirkers Christmas Party, jumpers optional. We might have balloons. What? Yeah, I know. I knew that would get you going. <laughs> um, and then we're going to be opening on Christmas Day. That's lovely. Yeah. I wish I could make it. But That's a shame. Yeah, uh, yeah. 12 noon to about 3, me and James at the jump. Um, 
Uh, we'll have some food for free and uh, be selling booze, of course. If, you, if you're feeling a bit skint, come down anyway. Grab uh, some food and have a chat. Okay, I will. Yes. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's a nice touch too. Yeah, no, brilliant. And then this month we've got an exhibition upstairs by Ellie Lou. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some lovely, lovely Is pictures. Is it up now? Up now, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, You'll see, see it later. tonight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some lovely pictures of uh, pints. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of a pint in the uh, River Ale House. Which that is art. That's art. Along along with her delightful landscapes. Mm-hmm. So look out for that. Uh, and that is De Shirkers News. Okay. So now it is De Crisp News. Yeah. Unpackish. That's handy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, as well. Goose is in town and he dropped these mm. off over at my uh, house. Okay. That's amazing. They are Keo's, because he's obviously in Ireland. Yeah. Keo's smoked barbecue and Irish whiskey crisps. It doesn't say... It doesn't mention a meat. It just says a barbecue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. They're very, very Ooh. heavily Ooh. powdered. Mmm. Mmm. Quite sweet. Mmm. Not getting much whiskey. No, not getting much whiskey. Maybe we should have whiskey with it. I want whiskey. Mm. I demand whiskey. Yeah, it's kind of sweet barbecue, isn't it? This is sweet. Oh, yes, okay. It's that sweet barbecue sauce. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Very pleasant. Yeah, very pleasant. Worth a trip to Ireland, I'd say. Mm. Um, and what did you uh, manage to... I've got... Uh, um, mm. yeah. Taylor's Boxing Day curry flavour. Mm. Again, um, non-specific. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anything. A thick-cut crunch like no other. Mm. Yes, you'd imagine turkey would be involved, but... You'd think so. Ooh. A whiff of that. That's quite interesting on the nose. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's like coronation chicken mm. on the nose, it's a bit, it? isn't it? Yeah. Not a very strong curry flavour, is it? No, but... Mm. I like those. Mm. Those are, yeah, I'm... I think they're going to be all right. Have you ever, do you ever have a Boxing Day curry? I have had one before, mm. but yeah, it's not part of my tradition, no. No. I think it's time for us to get a new tradition, mm. if that's not oxymoronic. Mm. I like the idea of a Boxing Day curry. Mm. Those are good. They're good. Those are good. Those are the winner, winners for me on this mm. uh, episode's tastings. Okay. Do we have other crisp news? We do. Um, do you remember hedgehog flavour crisps? I do, yeah. Yeah. Mm. JJ got in touch to say he was telling his kids about hedgehog flavour crisps from the 80s and halfway through telling them he wondered if it was all just a weird dream he'd mm. had. <laughs> and if yeah. he'd imagine the whole thing. It, it sounds like it, doesn't I know. Um, but it, but um, they were, of course, a real thing. They were developed by Philip Lewis, a, a British pub landlord in 1981 and sold under the brand name Hedgehog Flavoured Crisps. Mm produced by Hedgehog Foods, but they were withdrawn from sale, according to Wikipedia, in 1982, when the uh, Office of Fair Trading alleged a breach of the Trades Description Act. Because <laughs> there were no actual yeah. hedgehogs involved. Exactly. The product, product was flavoured with pork fat and herbs, and no actual hedgehog. But Lewis agreed with the OFT to um, commission an artificial flavouring, and he rebranded his product as Hedgehog Flavour crisps not hedgehog flavored mm. 
hedgehog flavour crisps. He took the ED out, got away with it. Amazing. And the product returned to sale in 1984. Mm. So yeah, JJ, you did not imagine it. It's all absolutely true. Mm. Um, what else we got uh, in crisp news? Bullies? Bullies, I haven't tried them yet. Bullies, steak oh, yeah. and ale, they're at the Shirkers, aren't they? You remember Bully mm. from, uh, what was that darts programme called? Bullseye. Oh, bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> um, bully, the uh, the bull who would throw a, uh, a dart mm. in the uh, show animation. Yeah. The show ended, of course, many years ago, but he didn't retire. He went on to have a career in crisp marketing. Is that right? Yeah. So he's Isn't now, it? Bullies is now the uh, brand ambassador for a range of crisps, which uh, we at the Shirks were tipped off about by the pub Paris. Um, they do steak and ale flavour and another three flavours, featuring bully on the front. Mm. Quite cute. Yeah. Uh, I've yet to taste them either, but uh, oh, right. reports are that they're very good, the steak and ale ones anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, they had them here at uh, Water Into Beer. Unfortunately, they've, they've, they've gone, but they've still got some the sea salt ones. Yeah. yeah. They've got a good crisp game here too. Yeah. They've, got, uh, they've got some um, maple pig, pigs in blankets. Yes, yes. That's interesting. Um, moving on to the flavour spotting. Uh, latest flavour spottings we've been uh, tipped off about. Jez sent in uh, festive spiced bacon flavour from Waitrose, okay. of course. Mm. Um, his review was simply quite nice. <laughs> I'm not sure that's going to make me dash out to Waitrose. Uh, Ned James uh, advises us not to bother with Marks and Sparks sticky glazed pork crisps. Mm -hmm. Distinctly average mm. was his review, and Goose, our co-crisp correspondent, chipped in with too sugary, no right. real flavour. <coughs> um, they would know. Goose also tipped us off um, that Kettle Chips are now offering a blue Stilton and Port flavour. Oh, I haven't seen that. No. That sounds intriguing, doesn't no, I'd, it? I'd be up for that. Yeah. A little bit of blue cheese mm. flavour. Mm. I worry that port they might make it oversweet, but I can still give them a go, because mm. we're troopers, correspondents. And uh, Fraser Jop has spotted another caviar flavour, mm. uh, this time from Exmoor Caviar. I thought it sounded a bit odd to get your caviar <coughs> from a moor. Yes, that can't <laughs> be right. Are they sure it's caviar? Yeah, but it turns out... Um, it's a, there's a sturgeon caviar farm oh. on Exmoor. <coughs> yeah. um, it didn't give us a review. I'm not sure he's actually had them, but um, there you go. You can, another one to uh, add to your uh, <laughs> array of caviar flavours. Yeah. Um, fishing it's crisp. kind of set Ned and Goose off on Twitter, creating a Christmas dinner of crisps. Oh. Um, Prawn cocktail flavour for starter. <laughs> Very good. And then just a giant dish of turkey and stuffing flavour, mm. pigs in blankets flavour, mm. co-op roast potato flavour, <laughs> <laughs> a package of Walker's Brussels sprout flavour on the side yeah. for sprout haters, Yeah. Uh, and then Christmas pudding flavour, mm. as we know from last time, mm. and now I think we might as well lob in the Stilton and Port flavour. Yeah. You reckon? There yeah. you go. Yeah. A delicious, nutritious Christmas alternative 
with no gas or electricity costs. <laughs> <laughs> All that remi- remains for me to say is Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, crisp, Christmas. Yes, Christmas, yes. Merry Christmas. Crisp, crisp, crisp. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No, oh, forget it. Um, did you see the... Um, lots of people sent us that incredible article that was in The Guardian about Yes. It. You know, I haven't read it, so I didn't uh, include it. Oh, OK. Oh, it's did a, you read it? I did, yeah. It's very interesting. And, you and, better and tell very, us what it's about, very, then. Very broad, yeah. It's a, you know, two people who work for a company who's, who who's, um, can't use the company name because they do flavouring for all sorts of people, you know. OK. It's a very secretive business, but... yeah. You know, like they have, they have some sort of algorithm that that checks what ingredients are being used in the restaurants of various countries, and then produces crisps to do with trends and things yeah. like that. And mm. and, and it, it, why, uh, like, you can't get cr- uh, lasagna crisps in Italy because they just they're not going to accept it. No, Italians okay. are not going to accept it, but you can get it in Thailand. I see. Yeah. And now uh, this was in the Guardian, wasn't it? It was called something like the secret world of uh, crisp seasoning. Yeah, the weird secretive world of crisp flavours. Yeah. um, um, Apparently the most experimental country is China, where Lay's have released beer flavour and rose petal crisps. Wow. As well as sensorial ranges that numb, cool and fizz. This experimentation is driven by the country's love of e-commerce with shopping websites integrated into social media. Because of that, you have products that trend and bubble up very, very fast. Uh, whereas the Walkers developer puts it another way. If you've got a bit 1.4 billion people, someone's bound to like it. <laughs> Thanks to That's everybody Chris. who... Uh, I know, we were inundated. I, I didn't get around to read it, because as you know, I've been very busy. Very, very busy, yeah. Uh, you had an item of drug news, didn't you, I understand? Which... Yeah, we haven't had drug news for a little while, but... Shockingly. Um, yeah, there was. Um, this was. I saw this in Vice magazine. It's basically psychedelics for peace. You know. Um, oh, yeah. You know, p- people are looking at psychedelics for therapy uh, in all kinds of ways. But there was a group of Israelis and Palestinians doing psychedelics together, and um, mm. and and uh, finding some kind of bond in being off their nut on. Uh, Ayahuasca, or whatever it's called, that kind of Amazonian psychedelic brew. Right. Um, I'll have a half. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, a peace, a Palestinian peace activist and a group therapist organising peace-building retreats for groups of Israelis and Palestinians to mm. get right off their tits. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an improvement. We've been bombarded, isn't it? It is. It's much better. Uh, I've noticed that as we move on to the uh, rest of the news, the other news, that the first item is R.I.P. Shane McGowan, which Mm. I think could also be in drug news, couldn't it? Probably, (laughs) yes. I know he's your favourite at this time of year. (laughs) (laughs) Even he hates fairy tales in New York. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, sorry to see uh, uh, Shane go, though obviously not terribly surprised. Um, Yeah. It's quite surprising he made it to 65, given... Some of his um, habits. <laughs> Did yeah. you see? There was his his funeral was in Tipperary, and uh, uh, Nick Cave did a very moving rendition of um, "Rainy Night in Soho." Um, apparently, uh, 
he wrote that uh, when he, he woke up after passing out from whiskey and acid. Oh. <laughs> uh, sounds a bit like... Um, sounds like the fixer. Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple of years back when he woke up in the uh, Soho drunk tank oh. after whiskey. Did he? I don't know he had whiskey acid. Oh, OK. He definitely had whiskey. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in the mechanics of songwriting, yeah, try whiskey and acid. I mean, he had a number of uh, concoctions that uh, he liked. B&B was his favourite. Baileys and brandy. He'd have a pint of Baileys with several brandies in it. Um, and there'd be lots of... But he'd have like three or four drinks in front of him and he'd have a, a sip from whichever one he fancied at the time. Yeah. He wasn't going to leave any, though. That's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Um, and, and, and as we're in this kind of Telegraph Hill area... Shane was here, not you know, in uh, back in the day, mm. being in a famous interview at the Montague Arms, mm. which is sadly no longer with us either, mm. uh, with Nick Cave and Marky e. Smith, and um, it's a really interesting interview. On the, it's up on the Quietus if uh, if you want to see it, and then you, you see all three of them, uh, you know, their characters quite delineated between the thoughtful Nick Cave and the gobshite Marky e. Smith, and mm. and the quite sort of dis, you know quite of jokey Shane and uh, at one point Marky Smith says nobody wants to bloody work anymore and Shane says oh god you make me you make me want to puke sometimes you do <laughs> of course nobody wants to work who the fuck in their right mind wants to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of us one of us one of us uh, I did read that he uh, at his uh, wake he left 10,000 euros behind the bar oh <laughs> what a man <laughs> Everyone had to drink it till it was gone. Sensational. Oh, rest in peace, Shane. Yes. Um, what else we've got in other news? I saw South West London Borough Richmond was named the happiest place to live in Great Britain, according to the latest Happy at Home Index by Rightmove, mm. uh, which moved Ricky Young on Twitter to quip clues in the name, mate. <laughs> <laughs> May have a point there, Ricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knew? Being a rich cunt made you happy. <laughs> and Richmond. <laughs> Sorry. The <laughs> borough of rich cunt. In other news, although someone told me that they, they think this might have been from a couple of years back, but um, I've only just heard about it, and mm. that's about par for the course for dessert, a new yes. section. yes. Uh, a completely paralysed man who was left unable to communicate for months after losing the ability to move even his eyes oh. has used a brain implant to communicate with caregivers, composing words at a rate of just one character per minute. The man spout out, I want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, going on uh, to request uh, listening to the band Tool very loud. Uh, also requesting a head massage and ordered a curry. <laughs> All through the power of thought. Amazing. Quite amazing, isn't it? Mm. Um, next item is Christmas Spuds Threat. What? A catastrophically low UK potato harvest has raised fears about Christmas supplies, ran the horror headline in The Guardian last week. In The Guardian? Wow, it sounds like The Express. I know. Um, supermarkets may have to rely on imports from Egypt. 
Egypt. <laughs> I wouldn't have associated Egypt with potatoes. No. But it's a reminder that potatoes are immigrants. <laughs> and that we've been nothing without them. Mm. Uh, have you uh, noted a, a spud shortage? I didn't buy any on this weekly shop. And now I'm gutted. I'm re- Imagine not having a Christmas spud. I can't imagine. No, I haven't noticed a shortage because I, I, I've been eat and I've been eating quite a lot of them. <laughs> um, I did. I did notice somebody put too much gravy on my uh, roast potatoes in the pub the other day. Oh. It was an absolute outrage. It was a crime. <laughs> you because know, it's like roast porchetta, so you've got to have like porchetta, is it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And you know, so it should be crispy, crunchy. And then mm. roast potatoes should also be crispy, mm. drowning. In Leave gravy. the gravy on the side, isn't on it? The side on the side. That's why we have a boat. That's why boats <laughs> yes. were invented. Yes. <laughs> um, would you fancy having ten thousand naps a day? Yes. <laughs> Scientists studying the chin snap penguin in Antarctica have found they sleep or snooze. For 11 hours a day, without ever actually falling deeply asleep. Right. It's it slightly annoying, actually. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a bit like me on a Saturday when, oh, right, I, when yeah. I'm watching all three games. Yeah, and you're a bit... Uh, I'm not asleep, mm. but I'm also not quite in the world. Mm. Yeah, I'm in that nether zone. It mm. works for me. Mm. Yeah, I always end up knowing... I always know the score. Right. I haven't really been awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're certainly not going to do the washing up. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's the end of the news. Okay. Uh, and we should probably move on to Pub Quiz 2. Mm. Where what? are we going? We're going to remain in Telegraph Hill, aren't we? We are. We're, at- we're actually going up the hill from whence it gets its name, I suspect, mm. aren't we? Mm. Um and we're going to a pub that was recently refurbished and reopened. Yeah, and used to have a, the Telegraph in front of its name. Mm. Now it's lost Telegraph in front of its name. But it's still quite aristocratic. Yes. So if you can give us this pub, which is probably less than a mile away, I bloody hope so, as it's uphill, um, uh, give us the name of this aristocratic-sounding pub that used to have Telegraph in front of its name. Mm-hmm. You can have your second pint of the day. Mm-hmm. So here we are at uh, the location of pub quiz number two, and where in the world are we, Andy? We're in the Earl of Derby. So we are. Yeah, um, with a lovely pint of um, five points XPA. Yeah. First cask in more than a week. Mm. The reason, as regular listeners will know, why we'll never be able to leave the UK. That's right, yeah. <laughs> They've got a few on here, and what a handsome place it is. They've done it really nicely, yeah. haven't they? Beautiful. Really impressed. Mm. Uh, hats off to Parched, mm. uh, the company behind it. Yeah, it's really handsome. Proper boozer stylings. Yeah. They've lost that nice dark big, wood. giant map of the world they used to have in the back yes, room, haven't they? I did like that. Uh, yes, I'm sorry to see that go. Pompey uh, Dunk was across about that. Uh, of course, refusing was. to come because obviously geography is very important to him. Yes, he's a sea jog. He's got an academic qualification. Oh yeah, sea jog. Yeah. Well, yeah. I assume the C stands for certificate. <laughs> right. Are you sure? 
never thought of it like that before. I've never yeah. asked him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's the end of Derby, and the next bit of the show is Deserter Island Crisps. Crisps. Yes, um, we, in, um, in which we ask a guest to provide their three favourites, mm -hmm. and they to take to an island. Yes. And they can also have a pub and a pint. Yeah. What an island. What an island. Best island ever. And uh, this month's guest is Moose. Yeah. Who, who, he came to um, Tenerife with you, did he? He did. And I interrogated him uh, on the journey home. Mm. Um, about, about it. He's a sometime uh, contributor and oft-mentioned uh, on the podcast. Not to be confused with Goose. Yeah, I have confused him with Goose. Have you? <laughs> Many times. <laughs> um, but he has had a few nicknames as well. So. Oh, right, okay. Well, just to make it clear, Moose is not the number one buyer of Goose fat from East Dulwich Sainsbury's. No, he's the number one That's buyer goose. of Moose. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate Moose. <laughs> Right, so well, shall I? I start with uh, Moose's crisp. Yes, selections. go for it, and I'll do the uh, the pub and the pint. Yeah. Okay. It's quite a controversial lineup. Yeah. Okay. Um. First up, hickory smoked peanuts. Mm. No longer available, mm. but must have been out in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, he thinks they were from KP. I think they were as well. Utterly Moorish, he says. Yeah. He said they would actually be enough motivation to get you out of bed and go to the pub. I can see that. I mean, I, I, I remember them very well. Oh, they were delicious. Were they? Amazing. And you don't get them anymore. You can get hickory smoked almonds and hickory smoked right. mixed nuts. Yeah. But the, the hickory smoked peanuts in, in the pub. Yeah. From the pool packet. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a good point think, there. Yeah, good yeah. start, good start. Good start. Good start, okay. Moose. Number two for Moose is the Bombay Mix. Oh. He said he spent years trying to convince his missus that they're a health food. <laughs> yeah. Until I looked it up recently, he said. Uh, and I'm now happy to state that they are not a health food. Oh, right, okay, that's good. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Still bloody lovely, though. Uh, a yeah. big bag on the sofa watching the cricket. Mm. Nice. Mm. And number three, pickled onion monster munch. Oh yeah, this classic. classic may yeah. be an obvious popular choice but I couldn't ignore them for me it's all about the flavour I'd go so far as to say if you left any other Monster Munch flavours out I'd probably ignore them but pickled onion yeah. you got me Yeah, I've seen him eat he's not going to leave anything untroubled whatever flavour it is oh is that right <laughs> um, for a pint uh, Moose says He's a big fan of Harvey's Sussex Best, uh -huh. and at home in Norwich, his go-to is a pint of Tomcat, a session IPA brewed by Fat Cat, yeah, uh, and, and served at the Fat Cat pub in town. That's a yeah, sort of a famous um, camera pub, isn't it? The Fat yeah. Cat. Um, I also love a black lager called Agent Schwartz from a brewery in Deal called Time and Tide. It was oh. we, we had that in the. Um, Shokers. Yeah. Oh, it rings for, yeah. for our uh, beer fest. Mm. And talking of Kent, it's hard to beat a pint of Gaz. She sells seashells. Oh yeah. Easy to say. <laughs> hard to beat. <laughs> hard to say. Um, 
when you're down that way, maybe at the Queen's Head in Ramsgate. Mm, couldn't agree more. But I can only have one, and I'm going for the dark version of Zlaty Bazant, the, which translates as golden pheasant, brewed in Herbanabo in Slovakia. Okay. I first He's came a across. He's a well travelled man, isn't he? Yeah, I, th I think it's pretty well available here now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. But I don't think it was when he first came across it in Prague in 1990, he says, mm -hmm. when it cost about 4p. <laughs> Nutty, roasty, delicious. Mm -hmm. And Moose's pub, in which he'd be having his Latte Bazant and his uh, pub snacks. I guess these are in reverse order. An honourable mention goes to my Norwich fave, The Alex, a free house real ale backstreeter. Another favourite is The Hermit's Cave in Camberwell. Always feels like a real pub in there. The great mixed crowd and the game on in the corner. Probably be popping there tonight. Mm. But my vote is going to what you might call the Hermit's predecessor in terms of being the place to go in Camberwell. It's the Grove on Camberwell Grove. I've not been in for years, but 40 years ago it was amazing. Filled every day of the week with the beautiful people. A heaving and him, a, a heaving, sweaty madness where you could turn up alone and know someone was going to be around. A little garden in the back, a separate back room for the football, and crowds gathering outside at closing, getting the word about where the party was that night. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you? Yeah, I did go yeah. back back then. Yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, and, and we'd go there for the football as well. Yeah, it was it was a wonder. Yeah. Funnily yeah. enough, I went in a couple of nights ago. It is, it is much better because it was it? the Union Tavern for a little while. Mm. Now it's the Grove Tavern again. Okay. And it's much better. They have opened out the back room. It's all one big massive room. I, was, I, I met the fixer in there and, mm. and uh, a couple of others. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you know that's that was its heyday, yeah. wasn't it? The eighties, yeah. possibly into the nineties. Amazing. Moose, thank you very much. Enjoy your snacks and uh, your pub and pint on the island. Mm. Okay, read us letters. Um, we haven't got any uh, jingles for it. Deserter Island Crisps or read us letters? Or the sock mint scene. No. But I thought Are we lacking? Um, I mean, you can hardly call the Bondosa jingle a jingle. Well, it's just a guy going bum dosser. Yeah. That'll do, though. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Reader's letters. Um, first letter, you might find this interesting. Well, then again, you I might doubt not. It. Yeah. <laughs> Having spent £4.99 on the in flight Wi Fi to listen to the latest podcast on Spotify, I was annoyed to discover that I'd left my earbuds in my suitcase. Oh. Imagine my surprise to discover that as well as listening to it, you can actually read it. What? Thanks to the automated transcript provided by Spotify. No way. I know. There's an automated transcript yes. of our bollocks. Yes. <laughs> It'll probably get us into trouble. Um, it was actually not a bad read. Thank you very much. Uh, it was actually not a bad read, but I was amused to see Bomb Dosser rendered as Bomb Dosser. Uh, which sounds like a category for lazy terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see that on a plane, do you? <laughs> no. Uh, thought you should know, 
Please keep up the good work. Love, Ophelia Balls. <laughs> I imagine that was that's um, the accent in uh, of Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, and second letter from Gary Peters. The older I get, the less I can be asked for Christmas. It just seems like an invitation to waste time overspending on tat when I could be down the pub with a pint and a bag of nuts. Mm. We feel you, Gary. Do you have any suggestions for making present buying more bearable or any gift ideas that I could steal so I can get back to spending some time with the person I love? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, my first initial reaction is, for Christ's sake, don't underspend on tat. (laughs) <laughs> do you remember our friend uh, Wacky oh god uh, oh dear and, and his, um, his gift to his, uh, his his darling partner yes it's a plastic hairbrush and comb set for 4 from the <laughs> shop around the corner <laughs> oh uh, and th- this mate. was probably like 30 years ago yeah and it still comes up every Christmas so uh, but, de- well I mean uh, some of them there are others I remember I remember when he bought some Wellington boots <laughs> He's <laughs> <laughs> a championship he's, present buyer. He's, a, he's notorious. Absolutely. Must, you, must find out what he's got this year. Absolutely. Um, having said that, I uh, did once buy my mother a frying pan. And, uh, in my defence, I was actually trying to think, well, I wonder what, what she likes. Mm. And I thought, well, she must like cooking, she does it all the time. <laughs> Ignoring the fact that she was simply trying to feed her family. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she wasn't amused no. with the frying pan. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I once got a girlfriend uh, with, like, an all-in-one remote. <laughs> <laughs> a jumbotron. <laughs> Very good. Oh, so romantic. <laughs> um, as luck would have it, Ned James got in touch to say that Slabs are doing a mixed party mega box for 35 quid with all their flavours and, and lots more besides. Oh, yeah. Wow. Just search Slab Slabs Crisps, Gary. and uh, Anyone would be happy <laughs> with that, Gary. A, yeah, yeah, get the missus a, a Slabs mega party mega box. Um, the obvious thing is to mention is, of course, is our books, which we may have mentioned at the head of the show. Oh, yes. Both our books are available for Christmas. Yes, one are, amazingly. Yeah. One is called Today South London, Tomorrow South London, mm. and the other is called Shirt, Rest and Play. Mm. And um, once again, you know, imagine getting that and a, and a, and a, and a Slab's Mega Party box. You'd be quite happy, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, I, I never want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you very much, Gary and Ophelia. Probably not your real name, is it? <laughs> You're a bomb dosser. Um, Who are our nominations uh, this time out? Well, one from me uh, is ChatGPT4. I know it's an oh. odd one because, you yeah. know, people are using it to, to be bomb dossers. Mm. But um, OpenAI have, have confirmed... Uh, that it has become lazy. Oh. Um, they've had complaints from clients about a deteriorated performance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. OpenAI acknowledges ChatGPT4's laziness after user complaints about incomplete tasks and avoidance of responsibility. They're not going to take over the world. No. They're going to hide in the box, <laughs> just like us. 
I mean, that's amazing, laziness. I thought that was a human trait. Yeah, yeah. Can we not have anything to ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> but that's we're safe, it means they're unlikely to take over the world. Yeah, that's hard work, man. Mm. Um, I've got a couple. Jane Wintringham, 68, has eaten a Christmas dinner every day for 23 years. Every day. Oh my God. <laughs> the sales consultant from Bristol has more than 8,000 Christmas dinners in her <laughs> and assures us that her 40 minute one pan roast is a cheap and nutritious cost of living hack. A bit like the Christmas, Christmas, Christmas dinner. Yeah. She says, um, I have meat, potatoes, sprouts and gravy as a basic and change up the veg and sauces and the trimmings to stop myself getting bored. The next day, I do a Christmas dinner bubble and squeak for lunch, mm. or maybe a roast sandwich. <laughs> oh, sounds sounds magnificent. Yeah, Nick, Tom Nick Thompson uh, nominated uh, Jane, and he uh, said, I'm not sure if she's a bomb dosser or simply a genius. Yes, he's a genius. Uh, either way, it's a lifestyle choice yeah. I can support. Yeah. Uh, that's Jane uh, Wintringham, Wintringham. And finally, Dakota Johnson. Are you familiar oh, yeah. with Dakota yeah, Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Fifty Shades, she was in, wasn't she, among yeah. other things. Um, she's announced that she likes to sleep for 14 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Careful, you <laughs> drop your pint, mate. I know, hot, isn't it? Yeah, um, that is hot, yeah. Uh, she's announced she likes to sleep for 14 hours a day, as well as spend a good deal of time meditating, breathing, and taking baths. I mean, I thought Jane was the perfect wife, but now I'm even thinking it might be Dakota. I know. The thing with Dakota is, it's impressive, but it barely leaves any time for the pub. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. In 14 hours of sleep... The uh, meditation, or was it medication? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a, kind of a half. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's probably got like eight hours left in her day for the pub. That's not enough. Mm. Okay, we've got to pick one. Chat GPT... Jane Wintering, M68, and Dakota Johnson. I must admit, I'm tickled by ChatGPT. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. They can do anything they want. It can do anything it wants. Yeah. Whatever it doesn't it want to do anything. It doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> I mean, really, that has got to be the future. Yep. ChatGPT4. You're a bomb dosser. What, what's that? What, what are you looking at me like? It can't be. Is it? Is it? Is it? No. No. Is it? Is that time? <laughs> that time already? Sock Med Scene, aka SMS, aka Social Media Scene. So many names. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I saw one. Uh, Emma Stump uh, brought this to my attention. Uh, she sent us Helen Ingram's tweet. It said, stop the bus, there's a new hero in town. And it was a headline saying, a woman chugged an entire $200 bottle of cognac rather than give it to airport security in Beijing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh. Surprised you got allowed on. Yeah, really. I couldn't do it. No. Not these days. I hope she wasn't the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hats off, really. Yeah. <coughs> um, and uh, one uh, from uh, uh, from the fascinating um, account. It's quite a good one on, on Twitter, probably on Threads too. Um, 
I'm, I really am loathing Twitter these days. I'm sort of can't have to I know. Get rid of it. It's awful, isn't it's it? It's terrible. It's a cesspool of yeah. right-wing arse hats. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, it has uh, Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> a tale of when he gave up acid while recording um, Black Sabbath 4. He said, um, I wish I could do the Brummy Exodus you now. <laughs> I took 10 tabs of acid and went for a walk in a field. I ended up standing there talking to a horse for about an hour. In the end, the horse turned around and told me to fuck off. <laughs> so that was it for me. <laughs> oh, superb. Um, and, and finally from me, uh, this was uh, Ian Fleming's um, schedule for writing his Bond books. Um, okay, 7.30 in the morning, wake, swim naked in ocean. 8 o'clock, scrambled eggs. 8.30, sunbathe. 10 o'clock, 1,500 words. 12.15, spear fishing. <laughs> 1 o'clock, couple of pink gins <laughs> and lunch. 2.30, siesta. Four o'clock, sunbathe, swim. Six o'clock, 500 words. Seven o'clock, powerful drinks and dinner. <laughs> 8.30, scrabble, 10 o'clock, bed. I mean, apart from the scrabble, it sounds like your day. <laughs> <laughs> Is he only doing 2,000 words a day? Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's no, good. And that's great. I mean, it's doing mount up, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. brilliant, yeah. Mm. And, I'm up and, with that. And a tan. Yeah. It's tanning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of swimming, so he's you know, got healthy and lots Is this why we became writers? Yes. <laughs> For a day like that. Um, a couple of uh, ticklers I saw on uh, social media. Uh-huh. Uh, Christopher Howes posted a picture of the incredibly ornate corn exchange in Bury St Edmunds. Oh, yeah. Which is now uh, Weatherspoons. Uh, uh, wondering, is this the grandest pub front door in England? Mm. Which prompted uh, Tom Flanagan to reply, Drinking in Weatherspoons is our version of early medieval shepherds roaming through the ruins of the Colosseum. <laughs> <laughs> very good, mm. very good, Tom. And... Um, this is a little bit of uh, advice from Imtiaz Mad Mood, which I've, t- I've, I've actually started taking up with um, mixed results. Mm. Uh, if you're sitting uh, on a bus or in a public place, on a bench, for example, and a stranger sits next to you, just stare straight ahead and say, did you bring the money? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe quite light, light-headed, that laughing at one, but um, oh, yeah, what ha- brilliant ha- half the time uh, when I've been using it, uh, it people move away, yeah. and half the time they laugh and you get chatting to a lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the time someone actually gives you the money. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Did you bring the goods? <laughs> oh, <hang on. laughs> um, okay. Well, I suspect that is all we have time for today. Yes, thank you for listening. Yeah, we have to stop sitting about and having a drink here. We have to go somewhere else and sit about having a drink there. <laughs> yeah, I'm off to the Shirkers uh, for yeah. a Mogman Christmas party. Very nice. I'm meeting Goose in Camberwell for a Wednesday walkabout. Lovely. It's all go, isn't it? It is all go. I'm going to need another holiday, mate. I'm getting in touch with that uh, SAD. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Seasonal affective disorder, is it? Oh, uh, is that what it stands for? I thought it was shit-faced all December. <laughs> 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 Barman.